Lord Jesus, help us as we meditate on your word, as we seek to, to understand the mystery of your love, the mystery of your love for us. As written in the book of 1 John 4, 8, that God is love. And from this verse, we have come to know that God is love and love is what he does to his children, you know. So we can clearly say that love is the name of God. If God is love, then love is the name of our God. So that means the only thing that he does is to love. He just loves us. Unconditional love, unfathomable love is from God. Unending, everlasting, reckless, endless love is from God. So love is what he does. So when we declare to him, when we we tell him that we love him, what happens? Like a mirror, his love becomes a reflection and it opens our hearts. As his love flows into our hearts, then he reveals to us of his goodness and we, we find ourselves opening our hearts more with thanksgiving as we receive his love. So when we tell him that we love him, our confession causes our hearts to be open. His goodness in our lives revealed to us and we cannot withhold ourselves. We just want to offer our thanksgiving and to love him more. And we read this uh, happening in the book of John chapter 4. The Samaritan woman who Jesus went to wait on before she came at the well. Jesus was already there waiting. Huh? She did not know who Jesus is. She had no idea about God. She had read, but she was a Gentile woman. But it doesn't matter. God loves each one of us unconditionally. Every one of his children, every one of his creation, God loves with his fullness of his love. He does not reduce it because one is Gentile. No, it is God loves us unconditionally. So Jesus goes and waits on this uh, for the Samaritan woman because he knew that she was coming to the well. And if we read the Bible, we see when she came and she found Jesus, she did not even know what Jesus was doing there. But Jesus reflects to her and says, give me a drink. Verse 15. So the woman said that give me this water so I may not be thirsty or have to keep coming here to draw water. So she has already uh, come to the realization of her thirst. <laughs> and the story changes when she said this was, when she speaks these words, that she's in, in, she realizes she's in need of the, uh, the love of God, that she needed that void within her, needed to be filled with the love of God. And once she's filled, then verse 28, the Bible says that the woman left her water jar and went into the town and said to the people, come and see a man who told me everything I have done. She left the water jar that she had gone with to collect the water from the well. So that means once the void, the dust in our heart is filled with the love of God, then transformation starts from within us and it changes who we are, it changes everything about us and we become a new creation.
for a man being Christ is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. That's what the Bible says. So we become a new creation. And this new life that the Lord has promised, we are renewed by the power of his love. So Jesus said in the book of John chapter 15 and verse 5 that I am the vine and you are the branches. So that means it is a true vine and we are the branches. So uh, without a constant flow of his love, then we cannot function with the fullness of who God created us to be. Without the whole stem, then the branches cannot get anything. So no wonder Jesus said, without me you can do nothing. Meaning our life can only amount to something when we are connected to him. And when we have a constant flow of his love, then even that makes us better. And also scripture says in the book of 1 John 4, 4.18 that perfect love casts out fear. So now, this is a very interesting verse because we know from this verse, we know that only God is perfect. And we realize that many times we find ourselves struggling with accepting and loving who we are. And we forget that since only God is perfect, it means imperfection is only human. So our imperfections are only revealing to us we are human. So if human, then what we need to do is just not to change ourselves, not to try to be someone else, but to accept ourselves and then seek the help of God who created us. He is the only one who holds our identity. He's the one who created us. So our identity is hidden in him. It is not with people. So we cannot fix our eyes on people. We, we try to seek our identity from others or from things, but we need to remember to fix our eyes on Jesus and fix our eyes on God, knowing that he is the only one who is perfect. He is the only one who understands our imperfections. He is the only one who can fill that void of imperfection within us and heal us and renew us. Our identity is hidden in him. So instead of feeling frustrated of trying to change ourselves or disappointed because uh, we are looking up to others who cannot give us what we desire or what we need from, we just need to fix our eyes on Jesus. He will not disappoint us, he will not be frustrated because he will reveal to us our worth. He knows our worth and any brokenness within he will heal and then restore us, restore us to wholeness. That is what God does. The heart of Jesus is full of love, and when we seek him, then he fills our imperfections with his love. When we come to know, believe, and experience the love of Jesus in our hearts, we get transformed to accepting ourselves, and consequently, we are able to accept and love others for who they are without trying to change them. The beauty of the love of God is that when it fills our hearts, then we get the grace to not allow anything to take or occupy our hearts where he has already taken residence. So once we get to experience the joy of his redeeming grace, then this is what we could say, Lord, be my guest forever. So now we go back to 1 John 4, 18, that 
perfect love cast out fear so we've seen how god is perfect and how his love can perfect us and perfect our imperfections so um so only god is perfect so when when we receive his love then we are perfected in this way we have imperfections that means because of our imperfections then fear comes to interfere with us through these imperfections but his love for us is revealed when he intervenes in our life situations meeting our secret needs our secret petitions from our heart he did it to mary magdalene he can do it for you he can do it for me and we are going to read it from the book of the seven from verse 44 then he turned to the woman and said to simon do you see this woman when i entered your house you did not give me water for my feet she has bathed me then with her tears and wiped them with her hair you did not give me a kiss she has not ceased kissing my feet since the time i entered you did not anoint my head with oil but she has anointed my feet with ointment so i tell you her many sins have been forgiven hence since she has shown great love but the one to whom little is forgiven loves little he said to her your sins are forgiven the others at the table said to themselves who is this who even forgives sins but he said to the woman your faith has saved you go in peace praise god we read when we read that verse we come to find out something without faith she would not have gone uh, to do what she did without faith she was she would not have approached jesus or received the love of jesus so without faith in jesus we cannot receive anything because we have to believe that jesus is the lord he is who he is he is god that he is love that he has love undeniable everlasting overflowing unfathomable unending love that he wants to give us his love he wants to fill us with his love that love the love that we need that void in our heart that desires to be filled with love that we try to fill with with every other thing that brings disappointment here on earth can only be filled with the love of god so once you had that faith no wonder jesus said that your faith has saved you so without faith there is no salvation without faith there is no redeeming power of god flowing into us so we need faith so that then love of god and the this freedom the lord will come and give us once his love comes into our hearts and then he's just given a description of what she was doing and we just see a picture painted here of how she was pouring her love uh, on jesus and we read that your sins are forgiven so <laughs> she comes to jesus in faith then the lord reflects his heart his love his worth in her and she's just with thanksgiving all this love is just overflowing out to jesus she had no love to give jesus she was broken but you see if broken then the best place to be in is at the feet of jesus because that is the only place that her brokenness will be healed 
no wonder she came to Jesus. No wonder we have this story in the Bible. So that we know that if any brokenness is within us, it is the very same thing that needs to take us to the feet of Jesus because nobody can heal broken hearts. Only Jesus can heal a broken heart. And he heals that brokenness and fills it with his love because he is our creator. He knows what we need. He sees what we have lost and he sees what exactly is troubling us and why we are struggling from within. We might be going through challenges in the outside, but whatever we go through, whatever challenges we face in the physical, in the open, they affect our inner being. And when Jesus comes, he does not just deal with the physical things that we need. He deals with our hearts. He deals with the inner man from within us because he knows that without this transformation from within, then we cannot live to the fullness of the life that he died to give us. He knows that very well. So we see that from this story, we see the love of God unveiled. And we see <laughs> when Jesus is explaining everything that the lady is doing, it's like a mirror. It's like she's standing in front of a mirror and looking at herself. Probably she didn't even know why she was doing all that. But this is what love does. Once somebody receives love, then it is so easy to pour your heart out. And this is the love that heals a broken heart. So this is why Jesus said, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So that means when we come to know who God is and we believe in him, then he reveals to us who we are. He is the only one who knows our full identity. He reveals to us who we are. And when he does, then this is how we are set free from bondages in our mind from negativity, from imperfections and brokenness, which comes from focusing on other things and trying to fill the void in our hearts with what we think would fill our hearts. So this is how, this is why Jesus said, when you know the truth, the truth will set you free. Because the freedom that Jesus died to give us, it is to know the truth about him, the truth about who we are. And this truth is only hidden in him, hidden in his word. So when we come to know the truth that God is love, that we need the love of God to be able to function fully. When we come to know the truth that only God is perfect and his perfect love is what will cast out every fear from our lives. When we come to know and believe that God is our Lord and he loves us with an unconditional love, that he still loves and he will always love us. He is a God who waits on us, who accommodates us. He is a God who cares for us. He is a God who does not disappoint us. He is a God who is searching for us day and night to have an opportunity to show his love for us, to have a chance to give us his love and to allow us to experience his love and mercy. We have a God who loves us, who cares for us, who died for us 
we have been told that the, all the way we understand, we know that God is love, is the fact that Jesus came and died for us. So when we look at the cross of Jesus, when we fix our eyes on Jesus, we see him at the cross. When we look at the cross of Jesus, we see the love of God. We feel the love of God. We experience the love of God, the redeeming power of love of God. Love becomes not a mystery anymore, but love becomes the name of my God. Love becomes not a mystery anymore, but love becomes who God created me for, to love me. And so that from love, from loving me, then I'll be able to love others. So when the Lord wants to pour his love upon us, it's because he knows that when we receive his love, then we can freely love others. That is his desire. It is a command. He says, love the Lord your Lord, the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul. And then from that, once all you offer ourselves and we declare his love for him, he pours his love in to our hearts then that is the only way we are going to love others that's the only way we are going to be perfected in his love so we can have him in us then through us he's going to love others jesus wants to dwell in our hearts so that he can help us to live this life so through us he can love other people and then we will not live in the state of brokenness we will live in the state of his love the fullness of his love the fullness of his presence that is his desire it is in the sacred heart of jesus that was pierced for our sake that he wants us to dwell forever and ever thank you jesus for your love for us thank you jesus for your mercy for us thank you lord for your undeniable love a love that accommodates and welcomes each one of us a love that knows no boundaries a love that has no limitations a love that has no 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 geographical locations a love that is free for all set our mind free lord set our hearts free that we may offer ourselves up to you and when you come into our hearts lord we just want to have you there and nothing else that lord you may help us to open our hearts more for you and to be able to hold on to you not to let you go thank you jesus for your love thank you for your mercy thank you for your grace come and dwell in our hearts lord love you jesus and we honor you we praise you and we bless you take all the glory lord and all the honor for who you are